Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made a baby. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Becca Bristow. You may know me from my YouTube channel where I talk about all things health and wellness. So when I got pregnant, I knew I wanted to bring you guys on this journey, but I also knew I wanted to include this guy right here. So we hope you'll join us on this journey of all things pregnancy, prepping for parenthood, and what in the world's going on with this girl's body, Becca's body. <laughs> and our baby. Oh, of course, yeah, our baby. So make sure to tune in every week as we share everything that is going on with us and baby Bristow. And your big old belly. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to week 28 of the BMB podcast. Yay. That's Bristow's Made a Baby podcast <laughs> and we are coming to you live from our home office. <laughs> Fancy. And there's a bird chirping outside that's being very impolite, not letting us record, but we're just powering through. You might be able to hear him. Hopefully not. So <laughs> let's dive, deep dive into some baby stats for week 28. Let's hear it. Did you know that the baby could be the size of an egg plant it's pretty big oh excuse me how rude my phone is not on silent my Re phone is now on silent <laughs> rebecca is unprepared <laughs> so an eggplant i am not sure what that looks like you don't know what an eggplant is it's that purple large vegetable with a little green top you know how sometimes i make eggplant parmesan every once in a while right i'm picturing that but i assume that's just part of it yeah like i slice it up so yeah. it's like a big Kind of looks like a, kind of looks like a squash, but it's purple and it's pretty soft. It's not hard like a squash. Nice. Well, that's about fifteen inches and two and two point two pounds. So. And I can feel it. I can feel it too. <laughs> not as often as you can, but I can. No, not even a fraction. No. Um, but the baby girl is starting to develop some more fat. Yep, chunking Ho up. Hopefully, the healthy fats. <laughs> it's a good fat it's the brown adipose tissue keeps you warm exactly that's what i was thinking yeah um the lungs are now mature enough to survive outside of the womb which is pretty crazy it I is mean, 28 weeks that's still right little yeah um what else do i got here i got that the anatomy is pretty much ready to go yeah meaning everything's pretty much formed okay yeah, i didn't know what you were trying to tell me there. <laughs> it's just Chunking up and final touches. Nice. And uh, she can open her eyes now. So she's just looking around in that fluid. Hopefully it's not too thick so she can see to the other side of your belly. Yeah, I think their vision's still blurry. Even even after they're born, I think it's blurry. Yeah, right. no. I, don't, I don't know how long that lasts, but... Right. Um, the womb is getting more crowded. I'm not sure why. Maybe because she's getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. Well I, well, I assume it grows, too, the womb. Well, I think there's only so much real estate the womb can take up in gotcha. my body. My body doesn't just keep expanding. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, yes, that would be because the baby's getting bigger. And the baby should be turning head the head down soon, which I think already happened. Yeah. The last midwife we went to, she said that baby was head down. She could feel, apparently. I can't tell. I mean, I can kind of tell. But at this point, she could still very well flip around. Um, they, I think they look to see around 34-ish weeks. If the baby's head down, we're, we're in a good, that's a good position to be in. But if she's still, if she's breached at that point, it's a little worrisome. Right. 
But yeah, so get head down, baby girl. We need you to be head down. Come on. Come, come on. on. Come, come on, on, sweet baby Lord Jesus. <laughs> what? Uh, it's, it's from uh, Ricky Bobby. Oh, Ricky Bobby. It's a good yeah. one. Thank you. We watched um, that recently, actually. Yeah, I think it was on when we were at the beach. Or yeah. Shore, New Jersey. It's a anyway. good one. Gotta love Will Ferrell. Yes, you do. Um, let's play our favorite weekly game. All right. So these are common symptoms that a pregnant woman would have in her 28th week of pregnancy. So I'm going to guess if you have these symptoms or not. The first one is breasts, breasts, <laughs> breasts, breasts, breasts have <laughs> Why you such a hard time with that word? colostrum. Colostrum. I think they do. Um, so you're supposed to, at this stage of pregnancy, have colostrum. Um, we'll get to why I'm not sure about that. I mean, there's, I'm not, that has not been confirmed for me. However, I would imagine that I probably do. Do you know what col- colostrum yeah. is? I'm shocked you haven't asked me yet. Um, That's why I put it on here. Uh, it's, well, you already know it's in the breasts, so I that gives it, you a big hint. It's the forming of the cow's milk. The cow's milk? What, do I just transform into a cow when the baby's born? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, it's, the, uh, it's the things that make you go milk, milk. What? What? <laughs> what? Why are you looking at me like I'm supposed to know what that means? I think it has something to do with you being able to feed the child. Yeah, yeah. It has to do with... That's what I'm trying to get at, but in a joking manner. Oh, okay. Well, it's more specific than that. Why don't you go ahead and uh, elaborate then? <laughs> okay. So colostrum is the first form of... It's not actually milk. It's like a thick yellow substance mm. that comes out of your breasts Nice. It's a hard word to say. <laughs> it is. It is. I'll give you that. Um, but yeah, so that's baby's first food, actually. And it's crazy beneficial. Um, there's uh, tons of, you know, immune properties in there, tons of vitamins and minerals. It's like jam-packed with nutrients. But also one of the most important things is, it's very interesting, it actually, colostrum, acts as like a sealant for the baby's gut. So... When the baby is ready to be born, although pretty much everything's ready, the gut is still a little bit leaky. It's not fully sealed, which is not good. We don't want a leaky mm. gut. In adults, babies, nobody wants a leaky gut. Sure. It causes problems for the, the body. So colostrum actually will like coat the intestines and kind of seal them off, um, which is pretty amazing and very important. So apparently my breasts are already making colostrum. Nice. Um, so pretty cool getting ready for the the big D-Day. It's interesting. And then only lasts for a few days, and then your milk comes in around, usually around three to four days out. Your actual real milk comes in. What's D-day? That's when you turn into a cow. What's D-Day delivery day? <laughs> yeah. All right, here's a question. Okay. I don't think it's a dumb question. I'm excited. All right, so <laughs> let's say the baby girl is born at 10 a.m. one day. Yes. Okay. What time... Would you first feed her? She like pretty much will latch on, hopefully, like right within the first hour. Oh, so that's like, because we haven't done any classes yet, so I'm not sure. Yeah, so after you give birth, you're supposed to do skin to skin, um, which at the birth center, they're like totally for that. Hospitals um, are general, genuine, ge- generally, genuinely, generally for that, but a lot of times they might whisk the baby off to weigh them and do other things, but... It really is recommended that you do skin to skin. So literally you just plop the baby on mom's chest or stomach or whatever 
for the first hour or two. Mm-hmm. So, um, and during that time, it's actually really cool. If you like look up, we should, I should, I should show you a YouTube video of this, but ba- like babies just have instincts that they'll literally start to crawl like up your chest. Like, I mean, they're like minutes old, mm-hmm. like less than an hour old and they'll kind of shimmy and cr- like army crawl up your chest and they'll start like rooting around looking for a nip to start wow. sucking on <laughs> just that instinct yeah and that's why my nipples get so dark and your nipples get really dark during pregnancy because when the baby's born their vision is blurry but having super dark nipples helps baby figure out where where to crawl to the human body is like uh, like just blows away the mind it's like too much too much to think about here that's crazy that's awesome <laughs> but yeah so it should happen within the first hour and then every I didn't know that. two to three hours after that for eternity. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you're the one that has sleep trob- troubles. I so. know. I'm worried about it. Um, okay, cool. Great um, question. Thank you. Um, so are you trouble sleeping? Uh, for the most part, I would say no. Sometimes you kind of wake up in the middle of the night for like an hour or two, but I yeah. don't think that hasn't happened often. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, shortness of breath. Uh, sometimes. Yeah, I'm starting to get that. Yeah. Um, aches I'm getting and it right now, ache, talking. Yeah, aches and pains, I guess, kind of, not really. Just really just the rib diaphragm. Nothing, No news there, but yeah, shooting pains there sometimes. Braxton Hicks, yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, especially when walking. Yeah, leaky boobs. <laughs> Why didn't you say breasts? <laughs> uh, leaky boobs. <laughs> What was that? That's what you you wrote. I know, it, but just the me. way you said it. Okay, well, everyone out there, Becca wrote that, not me. <laughs> I'm just reading the material. So, no, I don't think you have that. No, so that's what I was saying. So I have it's not I have not been able to confirm that uh, I do have classroom because nothing has leaked out yet. Got it. But apparently, around this time, it it could start. So nice. I'll uh, keep everyone posted on. Great. That situation. Well, how about you go ahead and dive into week 28 and tell us about how the start of the one, two, three, the third trimester wow. went. You're really getting your radio host on or today. Or started, yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're in the third trimester, which is super exciting. First things first, wanted to mention um, last week, week 27, we talked a lot about my glucose tolerance test. And then I never told you guys like what the result was. And that's because I, I don't know. Um, I meant to mention that they were shipping off the blood to the lab and then the lab would let my midwives know and that I'm still in the dark on that. So I, I just forgot to say that. So if you guys were wondering like why the heck I didn't fill you in on what the outcome was, it's because I don't know, but I should hopefully find out soon. Oh geez, yeah. They did say that I would get a call. They were like, oh, your midwife will probably call you, um, you know, next week, meaning this week. To let you know the results, but I never got a call. So, um, but we have an appointment next week, so I'm sure I'll find out then. I, I kind of have a feeling that I just passed because I thought I was going to pass anyway. And I feel like if I had failed, they would have been calling me to be like, "Hey, you need to do another one." Yeah, I gotta think. I gotta think. No news is good news. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I'm going to start out with some symptoms. I'm still doing, knock on wood, pretty good with feeling well. Um, you know, I'm just now in the third trimester, so we'll see, but that's always good. Um, nothing crazy so far, but I've got another word for you that another term, I don't know if you know, Oh, let's hear it. um, but I would say my sphincter, specifically my pyloric sphincter hmm. is a little 
relaxed these days? I would say as a boy that grew up with other boys, I know that made no sense, but... What? No, you were surrounded by all girls. No, growing up as a boy, I don't know, you hear that term, because when you're 10, 11 years old, you think of words that are related to the butt. Oh, (laughs) sphincter. So, sphincter, yeah, you're a little little hole down there. (laughs) Well... Oh. You're not totally wrong. <laughs> I'm not talking about my asshole. <laughs> What's the part that opens and closes it? <laughs> that is a sphincter, but there's mo- you have multiple sphincters. <laughs> okay. Which one are you referring to? The one between my stomach and esophagus. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. That's the pyloric. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, if I was I just didn't... diving in, just talking about my butthole. <laughs> I didn't hear you say pyloric. I would have known otherwise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay oh my god that was funny um yeah so my pyloric sphincter i feel um just because i've been having a little more heartburn but it feel it just i've just had this feeling not this feeling i don't know i just know that that sphincter is not quite as sealed tight when it should be um as before and that's totally normal because your uterus is literally holding an eggplant so it's taking up a ton of room which pushes on your stomach and when your stomach is pressing up, um, obviously it's kind of constricted and there's pressure going upward, um, which is exerted on that pyloric sphincter. So it it's, you know, it's not, um, it's more likely to pop open or be semi-open or just not seal as and shut as tightly as before. So that's totally normal for pregnancy. But I have noticed like if I, um, like if I lay down, even if it's like not anywhere near eating, stomach like i like throw up in my mouth a little bit sometimes you do. like not a lot just just enough to like taste a little bit of acid so i know that like you know that sphincter is it's getting a little lazy which is expected um and it's not that big of a deal i would say i'm still sleeping well but getting just the tiniest bit more uncomfortable i feel like each week i get a little bit more uncomfortable when going to bed it's just getting um a little bit harder to settle in and like find a comfortable spot laying like usually on my side on my left side and then also just rolling back and forth if I want to flip over to my right side because spoiler alert I don't stay on my left side all night um as far as I know it's more important to like get a good night's sleep than to force yourself to be on your left hand side and um the reason you want to sleep on your left hand side is because when it will first off it's the best Um, it creates like the best blood flow to the baby, which obviously is great. And you don't want to really be sleeping on your back because the pressure of your uterus and the baby can press on your, um, vena cava, which is a huge artery, which is a major, you know, blood flow, uh, pathway to get blood to the baby. But to be honest, sometimes I wake up on my back and I'm not really worried about it because I've heard from doctors and midwives also the physical therapists that uh, runs that class I go to and even like chiropractors that if you truly were like like dangerously reducing the blood supply to the baby via the vena cava you would probably feel nauseous or you would feel weak like something would wake you up your body would alert you in some way so not too concerned about that just wanted to throw that out there because I feel like that's something that not a lot of people know um of course Laying on your left side is always the best, but if you wake up on your back, like, don't panic, essentially. Another thing that is totally new is I've noticed that if I'm on my feet for a lot throughout the day, 
I'm starting to get like some, just the tiniest bit of pressure and like soreness in my pelvic floor. Like it just gets like a little bit achy. Do you know what the pelvic floor is? You got to work on that pelvic floor. You got to go to your class. <laughs> I know I haven't going, but I think it's just all the pressure of holding up the growing baby, you know? I mean, it makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that's new. And also, I don't know if I've brought this up to you this week. I don't know if you necessarily believe me because you were like, oh no, this happens to me too. But I think it's true. I think my, and I think this is normal for pregnancy. My nasal passages are, feel like constricted a little bit. And I feel like I'm breathing. When I breathe out of my nose, it's so audible, which before it used to be silent. Do you mean like, almost like, not that you have a cold, but like. No, I don't mean stuffed up. Uh, I mean okay. like not snot or boogers or like anything like that. They physically just feel restricted. And I think that has to do, I think that's, I think that is normal. I feel like I read that somewhere. I can't remember exactly why off the top of my head. It could be just like increased blood flow. Like all of those little vessels are swelling. Um, and that's what's causing it to constrict a little bit. But I mean, when I breathe through my nose, it's, it's loud. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It's like Puff the Magic Dragon over here. I didn't believe you because I thought you meant like not... Like snot. Yeah, kind of like snot. Yeah. Mucus, no. Um, which, I mean, that that can happen too. Like you're not immune to that during pregnancy. But I think that overall there's just a, a little bit of a constriction, which does not help the shortness of breath either. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that, those are like my symptoms this week. None of which are really anything brutal, which is fabulous. Just little stuff. That's not a big deal, um, but definitely still dealing with the rib pain. That has yet to go away, and sometimes it's like sharp shooting pains that Oof. really take my breath away, um, depending on how I'm like sitting or if I bend down a certain way. Woo! Um, but we're just getting closer and closer to that no longer being a thing in my life. I can't, I can't like imagine life without this constant rib pain anymore on the right side. Yeah, it's funny. It's like when you're sick, you're like. I forget what it's like to breathe clearly or something. Yeah, I forget what it's like to be healthy. Right, and that's only for like a few days or a week. Yeah. And this is like, this is been going on for, for months. Yeah, at least 10 weeks now, I right. think. Um, so that's great. But anyway, so a couple things this week. I had another chiropractor appointment. I've been going about every three weeks now. And it was the same as usual. Pretty relaxing. She just like did some, I don't know, pressing on my hips. And it's extremely gentle per usual. And I always just leave feeling very relaxed and very good. She did actually say, because um, that was my third appointment, um, and she did say that my sacrum was off a hair. That was what she said. Um, so she said to come back in another three weeks, and then we'll kind of go from there. And I, get, I would assume as we get closer to the birth, she wants me in there more often, just to make sure that that sacrum stays in place and that my pelvis does not rotate. I all. agree. Because we want that baby's exit to be wide open and not interfered with at all. Yes. Um, which, you know, might be impossible depending on when I go into labor and the last time I got adjusted, but it's worth a shot. So we're going to keep going to that. Um, and then also we had a bit of a, well, I mean, I did. You weren't super involved. Um, Probably not. A dilemma this week. Oh, what was the big dilemma? It was. What to eat for dinner? <laughs> no, that's always a dilemma. True. Um, unless I plan out meals, which most of the nights of the week, it's not a dilemma. True. But the dilemma was the glider for the nursery slash rocker. Oh my gosh. Like, what are we going to do? We should just get the most expensive one and call it a day. (laughs) 
Okay, here's my hangup with the with the glider slash rocker. Um, so I asked on Instagram, which is always like super helpful. But this this one time, I mean, I got so many varying opinions that it just confused me even more. So glider or rocker is usually something that like goes in your nursery. It's like a big, comfy chair usually. I mean, like back in the day, they were literally like wooden rocking chairs. But nowadays, they're kind of big, plush, comfy chairs that can either rock or glide or both. Some of them recline, whatever. There's all there's about a bajillion options out there. So my hangout with the rocker was, well, I guess I should say, with bajillion, a bajillion options obviously comes a ginormous price range. So my major hangup was, well, there was two things. One, I wanted it to be, you know, nice quality that it would last. Um, but also more importantly, I wanted it to be comfortable for you. I think I told you this, but I can, you know, I'm used to being tall and in like chairs that aren't, or I don't know, situations that aren't made for a tall person. I mean, I can handle it, but I really appreciate you considering me. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not like I got like a, a specifically a tall, like a chair for a tall person. Oh, I thought you did. No. Um, which we did pick one, which I'll get to, but so, okay. So there was, there was a lot of things. So it was like, I wanted it to be, you know, good quality, but I didn't know like how much I had to spend for that. I don't know. Some of them seem pretty nice and are on a lower end. Um, but also my, the biggest issue I had, why I was like so confused and like could not decide was because I had so many people telling me you, Becca, you are going to, this is all on Instagram. (laughs) You are going to live in this chair. You're going to want to invest. You're going to be spending so much time in there. You're going to want it to be comfortable. Like you'll be upset if you like cheap out on it and it's like not what you wanted because trust me, you're going to be in it so much. And then I had so many other people, like an equal amount of people say, oh my God, I literally never even used it. It was such a waste of money. It just sits in our nursery and like it's pretty, but like I literally don't use it. And I wish that I had never even gotten it. Like, I mean, complete opposite ends of the spectrum. And then there was a lot of people in between. So, the, I mean, the real problem is we have no idea how much we're going to use it. And so I just wasn't sure if it was something that was worth investing in. or. And then a lot of people were like, just wait till the baby gets here. And like, I understand that. But like, what if I do want to use it? And then I have to wait like eight weeks for it to come in. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. Um, and I'm just, I'm too much of a planner. There's no way. I'm going to want to worry about this, this, this decision when we have a infant to keep alive. <laughs> so, is this like where the baby is fed? Right. So it could be. Oh. So with breastfeeding, so many moms were saying, you're just going to breastfeed in bed in the middle of the night. Like, don't even worry about it. Or you're, and that. you're just going to be on the couch during the day. Don't even worry about it. And then so many others were like, I spent every single night breastfeeding uh, or bottle feeding, but um, I fed my baby all the night feeds in the glider every single night. And when I've watched my nephew Jack, I did that in the middle of the night. I sat in the glider and I fed him. So I don't know. So that was just like the major dilemma. I couldn't decide, couldn't decide, couldn't decide. So we ended up going to Bye Bye Baby to try some out. We did, and we used the parking for pregnant women. Oh, we sure did. (laughs) Unfortunately, it wasn't very crowded, so it didn't really pay off. No, it didn't really give us any advantage. But I like a nice parking spot. Anyway. Um, So Matt was excited about that. Yes. So we went and they had a ton. They had a lot of glider or whatever. Gliders, rockers, I don't know, whatever they're called there. And we sat in pretty much just about every single one. 
And most of them were not that comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just a chair. They were kind of stiff. <laughs> we have a lot of chairs here. They were kind of stiff. And there was one that we did like. And it was really comfortable. And it was like wide and cozy. It and was. That, there was just that one that we liked. But it was so much more expensive than all the other ones. Like by far, of course. <laughs> this always happens to What me. was the best one? Well, it was the best one, but it, the price was, um, so of course I was looking at gliders slash rockers, whatever on Pottery Barn, which is pricey, but they were actually, this was over Labor Day weekend or around Labor Day weekend. I can't, or I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't on, no, it wasn't on Labor Day, but obviously not because this is the next week, but they, um, they were on sale. They had a sale running. So I was like really feeling pressure to make this decision because I wanted to get it at, need to get it now because it takes like weeks to come in and I wanted to get it on sale if I was going to get the Pottery Barn one. And the price difference between the Pottery Barn one I was looking at on sale and the one that we liked from uh, Bye Bye Baby, not that different, like at all. Like we're talking like 100 maybe $150. And so then I was kind of like, okay, maybe I will just invest and get the Pottery Barn one because I know we'll have it for a long time. And even if we don't necessarily use it when they're a baby, like we can rock kids in it and read books to it when the, you know <laughs> books to it books to her and future kids when they're older I don't know so and then what the nail the nail in the, the pottery barn coffin what or I guess not the nail in the coffin because that would mean I wouldn't pick it but um the final decision maker was I had two people reach out to me on Instagram and say this is the exact chair that I bought from pottery barn and one said my husband is six seven which is your six six ish so yep right around the same and then someone else is like my husband is six five and they both recommended the same chair and they said we both like my husband loves it he sits in it he's very comfortable in it and i'm also totally aware that like i'm gonna be the one feeding the baby and in the chair right exactly most of the time but i also just didn't want to get this like uncomfortable chair that you didn't like like i want you to be like this chair is great i want to sit in it i want you to be like motivated to sit in it you know i'm gonna take naps in this with, chair <laughs> with our children i'm gonna get our money's worth yeah, so I just was kind of like, okay, I'm going to buy this one time. And I even had um, this girl was amazing. She was giving me recommendations on like which fabric to buy and how it's um, like it's so easy to wipe clean. And it will – she's like, I've had mine for five years. I've washed it one time in the washer, and it looks brand new. Like it will last you forever. You're just going to buy this one time, and you'll be so happy with it. So I was just like, you know what? I'm doing it. So I ended up, of course, going with the most expensive option, but it was at least it was on sale. So there's that. Congratulations on making a selection. <laughs> Honestly, Matt I, does not care at all. He's no, like, I think get it's whatever you want. As long as you're happy. I mean, pay the money. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Exactly. So that whole long winded speech, um, clearly you can see that I was quite, it was in quite the pickle. There was a lot of things that was, there's a lot of factors. No, I, I didn't realize. I just figured you could just, we could just buy a chair and sit in it and feed the baby. But apparently you don't just do that. You search and you, you research. You think real hard about it yes. for months. Yes. And then I also had other people saying like, just don't even get one of those. Just get like a lazy boy chair. Oh. Which I know you would have really liked, but those things are big. Yeah. And like, we don't have room for a lazy boy chair outside. Because the, they were like, oh, then you can move it into your living room. But like... That doesn't really go with my True. decor taste. 
And as of right now, we have zero room for that anywhere else. And I honestly don't even think it would really fit. I think it would be too big for the, the nursery because it's not a very big room. Right. You're right. So that was not an option. I just um, think we made the perfect decision and, and I'm extremely happy about it. I'm so happy. Well, it should be in, in a few, I don't know, a month or so. I think it comes in like the first week of October. Wait, do we have to build it? I don't think so. Yes. No. Definitely not, because it's Pottery Barn, and they build all of our other stuff. Oh, yes. I think keep, it just comes in one piece. Keep going with them. Maybe you have to put it like on the base, but they'll do it. Shout out Pottery Barn. Woo, thanks for doing all the work. <laughs> it's, it's worth the money, I guess. Mm-hmm. Next time, sponsor us so we can get it for free. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and then one last thing for this week that was super exciting was what happened this weekend? Uh, we were in and attended my sister's wedding yeah it was a great time we were at the beach yeah it was in the delaware beaches we had a great time got all dressed up yeah so you were very dressed up um looking fly danced it up yeah uh, i drank it up you did becca did not i had i was hitting the club soda and limes pretty hard nice yeah i wonder if people ever think i mean i know they probably don't but if they see me just like with a clear bubbly drink like do you think they think i might be drinking it's tough I mean, to it say. looks like a cocktail. It looks like vodka soda. Right. I mean, <laughs> there has been some chitter chatter going around the block. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I'm okay. just kidding. Thanks for letting me know yeah. this late in the game. No problem. <laughs> That's a good question. I doubt it. The mock, little mocktail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. Um, How'd you do on your feet all day? I was pretty good. I, I feel like I was pretty high energy um i actually was able to just the way that the day worked out i was able to like take a little 20 minute cat nap in our hotel room oh, perfect which really helped um it, it made all the difference because i was starting to drag in like the afternoon and i was able to like sneak away and do that right um because we all just kind of like split up and there was it just kind of worked out that way um but yeah i was fine i mean i was really tired by the end of the night and sore like my belly everything hips hurt it was painful because we were dancing a lot and yeah absolutely and i was like i really you can stay but i'm going up to bed and you ended up just coming up but right i was like i was getting really uncomfortable towards the end of the night it was just a it was just a long day of being on our feet and just you know one weddings are crazy you know so um but it was so fun we had a great time good time shout out to kelsey and tristan yeah congrats guys <laughs> they're in hawaii right now they are super jealous very jealous maui mm. uh, so that is pretty much it week 28 first week of the third trimester she's in the books and we still don't have a name but we're getting there yeah we don't have a name nope and we're not getting there i don't know i have a feeling it's i mean i don't know maybe we're, we we might be getting a little bit closer to deciding on a name maybe maybe but i don't know i just feel like the way that this has gone i don't think either of us are going to be like boom it's done we've got it i think we're gonna have to wait until she's here which i never expected to be that person right because i'm such a i'm so decisive well you know except, except we'll, for when it comes to gliders i guess gliders and baby names but maybe yeah. we'll figure it out maybe we will we do have a couple but regardless it's a secret until she's born anyway to everyone but us yes so you'll have to stay tuned for that. Apparently, although I did learn, I may have mentioned this earlier, you do have 10 full days until you have to legally declare a name for your child. Hopefully we're not in that boat, <laughs> but yeah, worse comes to worse. We've got some extra time. Hi, baby girl. Baby girl. Yeah. Baby girl, Bristow. Maybe we'll just name her that. 
Just name her baby girl. Yes. BG. I like that little. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. Um, I'm pretty excited to be in the third trimester. I'm like ready. Bring it on. Excited to settle in. Get ready. Bring this little daughter into the world. And enjoy these last uh, last few weeks. Just the the two slash three of us. Three of us because of Rosie. Yes. She's part of the slash. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Three of us. Yeah. Soon to be four. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Anything you want to add here? I just want to say thank you so much for listening and go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. And we will see you in week two, nine, 29. Crazy. Crazy. But we'll talk to you then. Bye. (laughs) All right. Bye.